0: Welcome to the More than Therapy Podcast via www.morethantherapy.org where we do more than therapy and you get thoughts of the day, interviews with extraordinary people, coping skills and strategies, and so much more. Get it? Find out more at www.morethantherapy.org Welcome to another episode of More Than Therapy. Today we meet with Sabria Dobbins. Did I say that right? You did. Alright, alright. Who is um, the owner and CEO of Project Passport. Sabria, mm-hmm. you're a young entrepreneur that many of my peers who are are very impressed by your accomplishments, by what you're doing, they look at themselves in the mirror and be like, well, I'm 30-something or I'm 40-something. And here this lady is 25, and she is making major moves. She's doing her (laughs) own damn thing. You'd be surprised on how many ways or how many times I've heard this. In fact, somebody just talked to you about you yesterday when they found out I was interviewing you about the same thing. Well, What questions are you going to ask her? Well, I don't know. Probably something focused on Project Passport. I want to know how she became an entrepreneur and what inspired her. What inspires you? to become an entrepreneur at 25 actually when you started you were 24 right yeah you know what I'm saying well like what tell me the journey that inspired you to make that major move because you're basically the Oprah Winfrey (laughs) of mental health wellness retreats right Right.
1: (laughs) I guess you can say you know what look at you giving me all the clout I love it I love it. it I see you yeah, so I would say entrepreneurship for me kind of was not something I intended to be. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't I wasn't that person that grew up saying, I'm gonna own a company but when I look back on my life, I think about a lot of the entrepreneurial things that I was doing.
0: Right.
1: And I, I realized that maybe this was the life I was destined to live okay. before. So I, I remember being that kid selling 50 cent fortune tellers, you know, the mm-hmm. little handheld things that you tell people. Oh, you were fortune. a scammer. Yeah, I, I was, exactly. <laughs> I was the top chocolate seller when we were selling that world's finest chocolate mm-hmm. back in the day. So I was doing all those things back then that were kind of, you know, all entrepreneurial in spirit. Right. And I'm not going to lie, I kind of turned my back on that life for a very long time okay. and I felt that you know I need to take the straight path so I was right. a very good student in school I always I cried when I got my first beat I mm-hmm. was always a good student okay. and I tried to take that path of okay I'm good at school so I'll just be a veterinarian or something or right. I'll do something that is a good straight path where you take classes and you graduate and you get that job right and I think I was forced more in entrepreneurship than anything because I realized that when I did graduate and I started working in the workforce, nothing was providing that sacred space for people. Nothing was providing a space for people to deal with their mental health in the way that I thought would be appropriate. I remember having to share, to to have this face of smiles and happiness at my job to appease my coworkers and to appease my managers when I wasn't always feeling that way. And I was like, dang, where? besides the EAP where they send you to half the time is not good, where can people go? How can they incorporate it into their daily life without breaking the the norm of what they're used to? Mm -hmm. And that's when the concept of mental wellness retreats and events with Project Passport was born. And Mm -hmm. um, I just, I kind of found my way into social entrepreneurship. So Mm -hmm. even though I don't think about it as an entrepreneur, I think a lot about the social piece. It, It is entrepreneurship in itself.
2: Right.
0: What kind of traveling did you do prior to developing this agency, this company?
1: Yeah, So believe it or not, my first time abroad was to Europe. Mm -hmm. So people are like, why couldn't you choose something simple like the Caribbean or something? But (laughs) I took an eight hour flight to Europe and I was 14 years old in high school. And so that was kind of a student learning experience that I did. And I was hooked. You know, that first time I knew that my life had to have more travel in it. So um, over the years I went to a couple Caribbean countries Like Barbados And things like that mm-hmm. And in college I was very adamant About doing Study abroad experiences So one of the Biggest trips that I did Was I traveled to um, India mm-hmm. And we studied Wildlife out there right. And it was An amazing experience I traveled to Czech Republic Austria While in college I traveled to <laughs> uh, What was the The place I went to I went to Thailand I took okay. My mom She'd never been Abroad before I said mama Let's go somewhere. let's do it right I said, I'm gonna pick a location. you just show up, okay What's your budget and I we I took her to Thailand and that okay. was just a, a trip between the two of us and so I've done a lot of, a little bit of here and there kind of right, about right. a little over ten countries I've been to all right
0: all right mm-hmm. balance is the key to life, but many find it hard to achieve. How do you balance career, love, social overall wellness?
1: I don't. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to tell you I don't I don't believe in the word balance. And I try really hard not to use it too much or not okay. to throw it around because we're in a world where oftentimes people do throw around the word balance. Yes. And to me, I think of life as a pendulum. Okay. And so you think of the pendulum swing, swinging back and forth. Mm-hmm. Some th- areas you're going to be swinging in and you're going to have a little more effort there because there's going to be a lot more going on right. in that season. Right. And some things are going to be different in the next pendulum swing. Right. Sometimes it's more about family. Sometimes it's more about work. Right. And so I think that as people we're trying so hard to achieve this this perfect mecca of balance that we somehow keep reaching for and it keeps getting higher and higher every time we keep grasping for it and so for me I don't force myself to the concept of balance I just say you know what I'm in a season of work I let my friends and family know. I'm in a season of work. So things may be skewed that way. My decisions may be skewed that way. But then there's times that I'm in a season of family. Uh, My brother actually had a very severe severe mental health uh, breakdown. And it caused me to have to put work on the shelf. And I spent time advocating for him. I mean, he's great now. It happened a couple months ago. But um, he's a college student. And that was something that I I pivoted for. That pendulum swung that way.
0: right. Yeah. What kind of supports do you have regarding your state of pendulums?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that it really started with my fiancé with mm-hmm. even pushing me into doing this. You right. know, financially, it was a big decision between the two of us. And there was a lot of sacrifice to be made. Right. And so one of the things we did is we decided to downsize our whole life. And we went from a four-bedroom house mm-hmm. to a one-bedroom apartment. And that was a decision we made as a team. Right. And so he's been really supportive, not only in the financial piece of saying, hey, here's the balance. I mean, I still contribute, of course, right. but that's been kind of a good backbone to have. Yes. And he's been, we, you know, he's he's very entrepreneurial like me, so we we get each other. Right. You know, we're there. And believe it or not, you know, people always complain that family doesn't support them in their entrepreneurial endeavors, but... My first things that I ever sold, my mom was my first buyer, believe okay. it or not. You know, I had a conference event, and she was my first ticket sale. Okay. Um, she's on my Kenya retreat, which is one of our first retreats we're doing with our company um, right. internationally. Yes. And so, my, you know, my dad, he's constantly calling me with an idea. Oh, Sabrina, okay, so you can take Project Passport, and you can do this. And, and so, it's I'm very blessed because yes. I do have, you know, my direct, immediate family. And so many little mini fans online and people that have just been we've been kind of supporting each other virtually and right. it's amazing especially black women other mm-hmm. black women entrepreneurs mm-hmm. so i'm i'm just open and i and i've gotten such support you know in many ways and i spend more time focused on who's supporting me and who is there for me right. because project passport when we have fans they're big fans okay. and that's that's what drives me and i don't really think about the times that i don't have support because I, there's so many resources
0: all right mm-hmm. it's a beautiful place to
1: be oh yeah very blessed
0: Something that came to mind when you said you were the first country that you went to, Um, a lot of sex trafficking occurs in that area. Um, You indicated at one point that you had an interest in sex trafficking, the work that people do in regards to that, North Carolina being one of the biggest states that's impacted by it. Tell us about that.
1: So, you know, I have always felt drawn to the world of sex trafficking and not that I've ever gone through it myself, but I've seen how easy it is for people to become victims. So many young girls, whether it's through their boyfriends, through, I remember wanting to do modeling at a young age and it just took one wrong internet reach out and one wrong phone call and that could have been my life. I think that people love to judge women who experience sex trafficking and love to put it to a point where maybe they got themselves in the scenario for it to have happened, unfortunately. But they don't realize that it could be you. It could be anywhere. People are picked up off the street. Fayetteville, where I'm from, actually has had cases where women are taken from their yards or taken from shopping centers. Those white vans, that thing is a thing. Mm -hmm. So I felt drawn to that because I just, I feel like that's such a silent world that's not heard. And it's happening before our very eyes. We're literally probably next door who knows to what's going on or, or anywhere I mean your house next door to you can be a, a, a sex trafficking home I mean you don't know and so I think that the work I do in the future past Project Passport will extend right. into a nonprofit in the sex trafficking space for victims
0: alright alright well I know you don't believe in balance
1: <laughs> <laughs> definitely not no no I'm balance, all about
0: balance but it's, it's hard to achieve but I, your ideology of thought is making me rethink that, my friends. Yeah. So I'm okay for meeting with you today.
1: Give yourself but, grace. Give me my, yes,
0: exactly. Give me that nugget to ponder on. It's like, okay, right now I am need to be over here more and it's going to be less over and here. And it's okay. And that's okay for now. Yeah. And that's a beautiful place to be. Absolutely. So what are some of your wellness tools? How do you take care of yourself?
1: Ooh, right? I'm the one that's taking care of everybody else. But how do I take care of Sabria? Right. One of the, the biggest things that I have to do Especially in a day to day is ask myself, Sabria, what's bothering you? It's mm-hmm. such a stupid phrase, right? Sabria, what's bothering you? You think it's so simple, oh you know. But I literally will repeat it over and over in mm-hmm. moments that I'm starting to feel a little tension coming. Right. So I say, Sabria, what's bothering you? Sabria, what's bothering you? What happened? What happened? What does somebody say? What'd you read? I literally will have a, a dialogue with myself right. each day whenever those moments kinda kick in. Okay. And believe it or not, when I start trying to I start to pinpoint what triggered me, I talk myself through it. Okay. I say, okay. This happened. Somebody said something. Mm-hmm. Something made me nervous. Right. And I, and I talk myself through it And I say, okay, well, how can I deal with it? What can I do to address it? So I'll. Um, that's one of the tools that I use. I think stress management is the key. And I do actually have a therapist that I go to once a month. And she has been fantastic she was there when i was on the ground so she sees me now you know when i first went to her i was this broken girl trying to fill in every gap of and be this perfect student and be this perfect person going through the loss of my grandmother which i experienced while in college going to her each month has really just been a kind of i would say a it's it's like my 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 go-to kind of my 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 relaxing. i need each month that's what i do
0: okay okay Thank you for sharing. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for being so, being so open and honest.
1: Everybody should go to therapy. Mental yes. mental health
0: wellness. As Definitely. a lot of people think, oh, if I'm strong, I don't need a therapist. Or I'm not strong if I need a therapist.
1: Absolutely.
0: I say get a therapist before you need a therapist.
1: Absolutely. Address
0: your mental health wellness before you have to address it. Yes. Get ahead of it.
1: Yeah, just like Same. you go to get checkups for your body. Right. You go to get your physicals once a year. You go to get the pat smears for women. Right. You do those things. Men go get checked once a year. Right. Why are we not treating our minds like that? Right. Exactly. Your mind, if it's not there, you have nothing. Nothing,
0: because that controls have, everything.
1: It does, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I'm not shamed at all. I post about it all the time. Me too. I post about it all the time. Oh, I'm at my How therapy you appointment. you have a therapist and you have a therapist? If I did you'd be glad that I have
0: a therapist <laughs> as a therapist. That way I'll always be well and take care of you as the client. Exactly. You got to fill in your cup. If I didn't get therapy and I burned out, imagine the damage I could do as a therapist.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's great. That's great. What's a
0: typical day for you?
1: Ooh. well you know no, none of my days are ever the same okay. and I think i that's what I love about entrepreneurship yeah, yeah. I don't know what wonderful person I will meet mm-hmm. I remember yesterday I had a meeting with a lady and I was working to see if she can be a part of one of our events that we're hosting and I learned her story you know she talked about spending time in prison and going through that experience and how she now she's a whole full blown MSW LCSW social worker mm-hmm. and to see that journey she spent 14 years in prison and I'm so grateful to get a chance to hear simple stories like that on the day to day. And I, I know I'm going off a tangent with that, no, but no, 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 but I'm just I get to just meet awesome people through networking, which a lot of my week takes that. You know, a lot of my day has some piece of networking, whether it's a phone meeting, a physical meetup, mm-hmm. or things like that. I, I'm working with my team members. So if somebody's working on building a retreat, they're calling me, getting a couple details or making sure they're on the same page as me. Right. Um, I'm doing emails, follow up. I get lots of emails a day. So I'm constantly, I'm that girl that I I know what it feels like to be on the back end of not receiving a response from people. Right. So I'm always that person that will get back with people in a in a fair time. So it may yeah. take a little more time out my day, but I'm that type of person that tries to be very responsive. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we're going to play a game. You ready? Oh,
1: this yes. Called, I love games. It's called
0: 10. So we're going to pick, just pick 10 cards out the deck and i like for you to hand them back to me or, and I'm going to read them to you. And we're going to, you know, just ask a couple questions. You just delve in a little bit. And then, of course, we'll talk about Project Passport and the events you have upcoming, which I'm very excited about, especially the one you said I can't go to.
1: (laughs) Oh, man, I'm excited. Okay, I hope this is 10 cards. All right. I'm trying to count and talk. I'm (laughs) I'm not too good at that.
0: You're good. Count and talk. Yeah. One thing at a time, of course. (laughs) We call it mindfulness.
1: Yes, Mm -hmm. mindfulness. One step at a time. All right,
0: here we go. (laughs) What's something you tried really hard to like, but just couldn't?
2: Ooh.
1: Oh, gosh. I tried. Okay, I'm a a very picky eater. Yes. Okay, so I've tried really hard to like avocados. Yes. Everybody claims that avocados are good. Right. They're not, okay? Am I wrong?
0: No, you're not wrong. I tried to like it, too. I can eat it with...
1: if Certain I can hide thing. it, if, if I it can hide, hide it. it,
0: there you go. Yeah, you
1: but go. if it's like in a special kind of pico de gallo type right, thing, maybe, right, but I right. just think it sucks.
0: Yes, yes, I so, agree with you. Sorry. But it's supposedly amazingly healthy for you.
1: Well, I'm sorry to avocado lovers because it's, it's I, I'm just not going to be healthy with avocado. Respect, I can't do it. Respect, respect.
0: <laughs> What's the best thing you learned from your father?
1: Oh, man. My, my dad, you know, I used to always get mad at him because he was always so, like, soft and nice to people. Right. And he never let people get him to a place of anger. Okay. But I, I learned that I need to maybe be more like him because he's such a person of, you know, he's he doesn't let people get to him. Okay. He's, he's always kind despite how people treat him. And mm. I think that sometimes I, I used to be that person that felt like I had to get someone back or say it back. Or okay. she said this to me, let me say it back. And I've kind of learned to be more humble about it and right. not, and not and leave it to God. Because yeah. that's really how he is. He's very like, you know what? I can't, that person may have something else going on in their life. I'm not going to take that personally. Right. So that's one thing I learned from him. And I, and even though I used to get mad about it, now I appreciate it. Because right. he's a good, he's a good man.
0: That's, that's a wonderful, wonderful thing to talk to. Sounds like a great father. He
1: I'm is. thankful for him. Yes. I hope to
0: be a great father one day. That'd
1: be awesome. I think it would be. You'd be great.
0: That'd be a great trait to have, too, to pass on to his children, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a fantastic trait. I believe so. Moms and dads alike. I think that's a key thing that everybody needs to know is don't take, everything's not personal like we think it is. It really isn't.
0: All right. Next question. All right. What would be the absolute perfect day?
1: Ooh, yes. (laughs) It's funny. We all say we want things, but do we really know what we want as people? right. Right. Do we? Mm. Do we? I know what I want. (laughs) <laughs> I would say the perfect day would be doing something where I am meeting someone with an amazing life story. I love people with great stories, so I can imagine waking up and having a brunch with someone just that just has an amazing experience. Whether they've overcome something, whether they've accomplished something major, I don't know who it is. It could be a nobody, it can be a somebody. No, no one's everybody's a somebody. Let's not put it that way. It can be a famous person mm-hmm. or not as well-known person. Um, I can imagine. Having just some time with my friends and family. I don't really do enough just being in the moment with them, I feel like. Right. Because I'm always kind of, oh, that's a great idea for Project Passport. They're like, why are you talking about this right now? Right, well, right. So I just imagine having an ease of a day, just going out having a nice little... I love tapas. So I imagine eating tapas. It's my favorite. I love tapas. So eating little tapas and having nice little fruity drinks. Mm-hmm. I love that. And then yeah. just ending the rest of the day maybe by a beach. Beaches okay. give me energy. Hmm. So, I hope that one day I can have a life that's more near the beach. Okay.
0: That sounds like a very doable perfect day. It's just a matter of making it happen, right?
1: You're right. There you it's go. in my absolute control. Yeah.
0: What are the two biggest lessons you learned from previous relationships?
1: Ooh, previous relationships. Wow. So, I've actually been with my partner for seven years. I don't think
0: relationships actually mean, meant like, romantic. Okay. It might have been like a teacher. Or, oh, this is or, good. Yes, I would think. This, you know, that's one of those loose words. It didn't say intimate relationship.
1: I like that. So you. i know, read it again. That's good.
0: What are the two biggest lessons you learned from previous relationships?
1: Sometimes you, you may give people a pedestal in your life. You know, maybe this mentor that you have. You, right. you may give them this pedestal of who they are to you. So you take everything... To, they say as golden right? and I think that sometimes you have to create your own path right. and you have to go through your own experiences right. so I would not let people create your your path because people will tell you sometimes not to do something based on what they would do so it's like a f- story, you have a story about that? I do, I do yeah, let's so, talk about that. so for example I had this really big idea in mind because I'm a big idea kind of person I can tell and I go for it mm-hmm. even if it sounds crazy I will do it right. and I wanted for my one of my biggest first events for my company was to hold a women's conference Yes. now I had no idea about how to plan a conference right. I didn't know any big time speakers right. and I remember going to one of my mentors she was a, a professor of mine and I and I thought that she was going to be like, yeah, Sabria, go for it." When I told her about it, mm-hmm. but she kind of seemed repulsed about it, and mm-hmm. she said, "You know, Sabria, you know, why would someone come to your conference event? You know, you don't know a big time person. Right. Who are, who's going to speak? I know how are you going to know? You don't know fifty women, so how are they going to come to your event? You don't. I mean, why? How would you even do this? Right? And it was really, it was so heartbreaking. I mean, I was hurt because I never thought that someone like that would say that to me. Right. But I did it, and. That event was the best event that I think I have ever thrown in my entire life, right. past any birthday party or anything I've ever done. Okay, and it was the most freeing. It was the best feeling I could ever have, and I'm so proud of it. And I look back and use that kind of as a as a, a springboard encouragement whenever I go through spaces of, dang, I can't do this. Sabrina, you threw a whole conference by yourself. You were you were your own speaker. You know, you you got your own panel together. You collected all the vendors and all that stuff what are you doing? So I always use that kind of as a reference to right. keep me going when things get hard.
0: Do you think your mentor or your previous mentor, cause she's definitely not that now. <laughs> do you think that her declarations was more of her own reflection of herself or how she felt about herself?
1: I absolutely think so. I think people love to reflect their fears on you. Yeah. Because it's based on what they would do. I heard some really cool advice one time. People should give you advice based on what you would do as if they were you. Mm -hmm. Like, not not putting their personality, but thinking about how you are and your personality. Knowing that I'm a risk taker, I'm a go getter, give me advice based on that person, not based on the person that's fearful and doesn't want to take risks that you may be. Right. You know, so I try really hard to let people's advice, if I ever give it to them, be based on who they are and Mm -hmm. not channeling who I am onto them. Right. Excellent. I guess it was, a, I think the second one, right? Let's the second one? The second great piece of advice. Um, oh, I would say it's a, a great, another great, a great, what did you say? The relationship. I learned from relationship. I learned that honesty is the best policy mm-hmm. and I know it sounds so simple,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I think that in my relationships, especially my entrepreneurship journey, I've had tensions with people because I felt like they weren't being honest with me of their expectations of me right. and it caused us to not have a good relationship. So, I learned that I need to just be more vocal with people and say to me, say to them, open the door and say, "Hey, what is it that you're worried about? What is it that you're bothered about? Because when I see the actions that you complete and they're, like, they're making me feel anxious or making me feel upset, like if you're, if you're reacting to me a certain way, right. I don't know where they came from. Right. So it's my job now to give people the space to be open. So I've learned that through people's reactions sometimes when working with me. All
0: right. It's a good place to be. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. What are you most grateful for right now in this moment?
1: I'm grateful for time. Time. time because you know I I have time on a day to day to create what my life will look like each day mm-hmm. I'm a full blown entrepreneur Yes, and of course money is a little bit more challenged than with time because if you have more time sometimes you may not have as much money at the right. time right. but I'm okay with that I'm so comfortable with that and I'm happy because time has given me the freedom to do things I never thought I could do
0: you if you could sit down with your 15 year old self your fourteen-year-old self when you went abroad, <laughs> what would you tell her? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't be so naive, Sabrina. So I was such a naive girl. I, I was. I, I told. I was telling Felipe this story before, but I actually went abroad one time, and I was had met. The, so the sex trafficking is really dear to me, and it's right. crazy because I remember the movie Taken had just come out, right. and I was going to Europe at fourteen. And I remember being this girl that just wanted to be liked. I was always just trying to fit in. And even if it wasn't always the best scenario, I kind of took part in it. And I feel like I look back and I wish that I hadn't been that. And, you know, I remember this man came up to me and he was asking me about me and some grown guy. And if I was if I hadn't been so worried about just being wanted and talked to and someone to, to actually give a crap about what I'm saying, I probably wouldn't have almost made the mistake of telling him where my hotel was. Mm-hmm. This grown man came and randomly asked me that I was 14 years old. And I know it's a simple story, but I think about that in a bigger narrative of this girl was just so desperate to fit into anything. I fit into any mold. Um, I wanted to fit into any mold. And mm-hmm. now I look back I'm like, girl you should have been started your own lane if i had started my own lane then Mm -hmm. i'd probably be even further than i am now so just create your own freaking lane paint your own route and throw the box away that's one of my mentors tells me don't even get out of the box throw the box away all right and don't get taken while in europe
0: of course (laughs) great movie great series of movies yes what do you most look forward to about getting old
1: Ooh, you got me on a place of... I'm, st- I'm stunned on that part.
0: Yeah, be stunned. It's a good place to be.
1: I don't... I guess I don't know what to think about when I'm old. I, don't, I guess I can't imagine getting old. I mean, I pray that I do live a long life. I, I just want to look forward... I hope that I look forward to saying to myself, Wow, I'm so glad, Sabria, you did this. You know, I, I, look, I hope that when I get old, I'll look back and say, Dang, Sabria, I'm so proud of you good Um, you did all these great things in your life so I look forward to looking back at doing something being proud of who who I was and what I did in my life I would say
0: okay what was the best mistake you've made that turned out really well
1: I would say I don't like to think about things as mistakes I try really hard to not you know because I think mistake makes people feel like they're wrong and I don't believe that any choice you ever make is. I think you can make you can do things that are not ideal, mm-hmm. but I don't think that anything is wrong because you did the best with what you had. So, I guess people can say that if you look on the outside, the mistake was leaving the nine to five and taking that risk okay. and what I did because most people thought I was crazy. They, they were like, "You don't have a huge savings. Mm-hmm. You're not someone that you know has." A a big huge plan. So, because I didn't, I'm not gonna lie. When I left the nine to five, I didn't have a plan. I guess you can say that was a mistake to an extent, because I didn't have everything laid out. But looking back, this was the best decision or mistake you can call it of my entire life, because my whole trajectory has changed. My world has opened. I found a new purpose that I never knew I could have. And so, you know, call it a mistake, call it a, a not the best decision, because many people would not recommend to do what I did. Um, but I, I think it was a good pivot for me. Well, I I'm good... seeing it. I'm
0: seeing I, the success. I think hey. so. You know, I mean, I'm You'd be here at this table if, if it wasn't the case. Thank you. Because I would have never met you.
1: Thank you. That's right. Absolutely. I'm so grateful. Right, right. That was a very, very
0: good conference. Thank you me. had so much energy. I think you were like the live <laughs> event table at the conference. In yes. Fact, I can't even remember no other table other than mine. <laughs> My table was the party table. I had right, the frills right, and everything. Right, yes. right. right. And it's my most liked um, Instagram post. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather have an extra $500 a month or an extra two hours a day?
1: Man, well, it depends on what part of life you're in, right? So, like, right now. Yeah, the second right here. Yeah, technically, I would say five hundred dollars a month just right now. I mean, I'm okay with my day. Your day is, you know, everybody has the same twenty-four hours, so Mm -hmm. you got to decide how you want to spend it. So, right now, of course, a little bit of money would give me a little more ability to maybe delegate, so I have more time.
0: Indeed. And this is your last question. The best for
1: last.
0: I feel the anticipation. Indeed. What were some of your favorite games to play when you were a kid? And do you see any parallels to what you choose to do now as a career?
1: Oh, you're going to laugh. Or will I? I was a Sims nerd. Okay. Did you ever play Sims?
0: Yeah, but not a nerd.
1: Oh, I was a (laughs) nerd. I used to play. I remember I used to play for hours onto the night I used to play and play mm-hmm. when on the summers I remember I only got up to shower and only got up to eat mm-hmm. and it was it was like I was a t- I was a true gamer and I played that for hours and hours I would build my whole family I would design my mama and my yeah. daddy and myself and my, and my future my future self my man I did all of that and heck yes it, it really reflects the life I live now because okay. I am the creator to my future. Now, of course, God guides my steps, but I'm the one that has to be accountable to make the decisions of what my future looks like. I get to design an event, a journey or whatever I want to call it. I mean, I think about the work that I do now. I can literally have a really crazy off the wall, unconventional ideal Mm -hmm. idea. And I can fruition it into this world and create it. Yeah, and that's the same thing with Sims. Sims, you design a character mm-hmm. and decide her personality, his her personality, and and you let it live into the world and make stuff happen. The same thing happens to me on a day to day, and right. I and I and I realize that I can do that. So I love it. I mean, I, I'm just—it's just the best thing ever. So. All right. Well, that
0: sounds like a great parallel between the, the games that you avoid and I still play. I still play. <laughs> I <laughs> I still <laughs> play. <laughs> and what you doing now? <laughs> I' ain't mad at you I, I my, my daughter does what's willing her Christmas presents and she yes was, she's a, she's she smart really she's, a she's a smart girl like, she likes like sims between that and that that makeup block thing whatever it's called yeah <laughs> it's all about creating worlds
1: creating
0: the world all right so project passport what's on the horizon?
1: We have lots of things lined up for 2020 and all the way even into 2021.
0: Yes, tell us about it.
1: So this year is a year, I would say, a little bit more of events than Mm -hmm. retreats. Mm -hmm. But we do have one big retreat coming up in July. So this one, people booked in from it from um, from 2019. So this this is our big international retreat to Kenya. Kenya? Yes.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: I'm taking six beautiful women out there and we are going to focus on self-discovery. There you go. Yes, so it'll be a great experience for them, and that's like I said, that's going to be in July. But before that, yes, we're going to have an event called Around the World of Mental Health, okay? And that's in April, and that event is going to focus on helping people explore their world of mental health, mm-hmm. as well as what resources are in the community around them. So they're going to do activities that are going to explore themselves. They're going to do different mental health and wellness activities, right? And they're also going to see what is existent. You can go to Re- Reiki, you can go to hypnotherapy. Um, there's tip. There's the um, the the uh, coaching, there's counseling, there's so many resources in the mental health and wellness space, but mm-hmm. people don't often know what they are. Right. And so we're kind of hitting that, having that travel twist mm-hmm. to the mental health field. Right. And let me think, December, we are having an event called, it's, it's an exclusive, so, the Triangle Tropical Retreat. And this experience is going to be very unique because I don't think it's actually ever been done before, especially in this area. Okay. So we are bringing the tropics to the Triangle area. Mm-hmm. We're going to allow people to go through a vacation retreat experience while still in Raleigh or Durham, depending where we choose. And it's going to be in the middle of the winter or the peak of the cusp of the winter.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And in, in December, December 6th, 2020, to be exact. And so they're gonna actually go to different mental health and wellness excursions in cohorts. Okay. And they get to select these excursions prior to travel, just like you would do on a cruise Where? or any of your travel experiences. So it's kind of tying that travel piece once again, mm-hmm. but also allowing that mental health and wellness piece to occur as well.
0: Mm. Sounds mm-hmm.
1: like an amazing event. Yeah. So that's an
0: exclusive. It's
1: exclusive. So that's that's gonna be something that is, you know, we're still working it out. We don't know how it's gonna, you know, we don't really have it all um, figured out just yet. We're partnering mm-hmm. with Mindful Bodies mm-hmm. and Conscious Strong. Mm-hmm. And they're two other kind of mind body wellness uh holistic uh companies. Right. And I think that it's going to be something that's gonna just be very people aren't gonna know what to do with it. Right. They're gonna be very curious about it. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed.
1: And then 2021, oh, We're going to six, we're going on six retreats. Okay. Costa Rica twice in February and March. One's a couples retreat and one's a a retreat on the art of resilience. Okay. So that'll be some amazing work. Self, it's called self-regulation therapy that they'll be doing with the art of resilience retreat out there.
2: Okay.
1: Um, We're going to Israel, Croatia, we're going to Bolivia, and we're going to Iceland. So it's going to be awesome. Yes, it
0: sounds like I have to get up on one of those.
1: Yes, you have to. What's this I'm hearing about red hat? Oh, yes. So with Red Hat, we are doing our own little pilot project. So I, like I said, I love the concept of combining travel with mental health. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to have this thing called the Triangle Mental Health Trick. Mm-hmm. This is kind of an exclusive thing, too. I haven't really got a chance to share with many people okay. because it's kind of going between just Red Hat and I and the, the and NAMI Wake County. They're going to be a part of it. Okay. So what we're doing is we're going to have different checkpoints in downtown Raleigh. And each checkpoint is going to be a mental health and wellness activity related to that checkpoint mm-hmm. or something educational. So we have, to, we have picked out certain locations around downtown Raleigh. And during the lunch break for the Red Hat team, they're going to hit these different checkpoints. Mm-hmm. And many of the checkpoints also also tie into their employee eap access so it's a great way for them to learn about what the resources are Mm. and for the company to also let them know like hey we're paying for you to do these things you have these services at your fingertips so it's going to be awesome i'm really excited because if it goes well because it'll be this may if it goes well we'll have a bigger scale version of this event the following year in 2021
0: okay Mm. all right all right well any final words
1: Oh, this sounds like a movie. Final words.
0: Sounds like a scary movie. I
1: know. Final good words. Final good words. Let's think of good words. I would say we're in a world where people are often feeling very isolated mm-hmm. and very alone. Right. And I think that that's a belonging is a big part of mental health and wellness along with purpose but belonging is very key right so the work that i do is really about letting people feel immersed in the mental health but along with other people other people experiencing those immersions together we often love to silo ourselves and think that we're the only ones going through life we're the only ones going through these experiences it doesn't matter who you are where you come from where you know how you grew up You are all, we're all subject to going through difficult things in life. We all are human beings at the end of the day. So work hard to, you know, I'm big about bringing unity. Work hard to be open to other people. Work hard to allow yourself to be open with other people. Be vulnerable sometimes. And so that's the work that I'm doing It's bringing people together and creating that community of belonging. All right.
0: So how can people connect to more information regarding Project Passport?
1: Yes. So they can visit project-passport.com. That's our website. Everything's there. You can find everything about me, everything about our retreats and our events, anything you need to know. And you can also connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Project Passport LLC. And then also on Twitter. I love to tweet a little bit. So at Project P LLC.
0: All right. Well, thank you for meeting with us today at More Than Therapy. Thank look forward you. to hearing more about your events and attending some of your events
1: yes we can't wait to have you around the world of mental health that's
0: right that's right April 18th 2020
1: yes be there'm
0: still trying to figure out what I'm gonna do but I think I got it after talking to you just now
1: oh man you have such great you have so many great activity ideas I know you'll yes, be fine yes,
0: yes well you know I had some great mentors and teachers yeah absolutely. and life itself was a great teacher yes sometimes I didn't like the lesson but it taught me well regardless
1: you dog them right
0: there you go And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the More Than Therapy podcast available on all streaming apps. That's More Than Therapy. Be well. Be great.
1: Join us for listening sessions. This is a unique opportunity for white women to hear directly from brilliant black women educators, artists, activists, mothers, and master storytellers about an experience that impacted their lives significantly. We will listen, learn, reflect, and most importantly, walk away with actions about how we can change our own lives and approach to America as white women. Listening sessions is not a barometer of our awokeness or an exercise in guilt. It's an opportunity for increased empathy and
3: action. Find listening sessions on eventbrite.com.
1: We're excited for you to join us.